right, welcome to the next episode of the Courtside Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Stroud. Joining me today is the boss man, Derek. What's good, bro? What's good, bro? How you been? I'm straight. How about you? I'm good, man. Can't complain. You know, we're in the East Conference Finals now uh, for the third time in four years. So, Um, I'm happy, man. Third youngest team ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, second youngest team ever was also us. Hey, man. Two years ago. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. I was in the Thunder from um, 2011. Yeah, yeah, and 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 imagine that was what Jason Tatum was. What 20 at that time? 19 going on 20, something like that. Oh, um, just just turning 20. Yeah, I mean, just life is good. Jalen was um, Jalen just 21. Yeah, <laughs> life is good, and 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 smart. I think smart is he was like around 23, is- something like that. About yeah, about twenty three. Twenty three, twenty four, something like that. So I mean, we good, down, man. Um, last year his rookie deal. I seen like so long ago. It was only like two years ago. I know, right? It it feels like he's been on the team for a very long time at this point, and I don't know why yeah. it feels like that. But it's only been four, what four or five years? Uh, this is year six, I think. Six. Jesus, he got drafted man. like fourteen. That's right. He got right. drafted like. Right after I graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Man, and then re- imagine James Young. We had, like, we really had no team at that time outside of Marcus Smart. That, that was, was Smart, Smart, Kelly, and uh, Salinger, and Jeff Green. <laughs> <laughs> we come a long way, man. <laughs> uh, we go get there, though. Oh, yeah. That's okay. It's been hard to get in here to record lately, so um, so I've been yeah. so caught up watching the games like the last month or so. Yeah, man. Yeah, how you feeling about it? I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm man. Fun. Yeah, man. Look, it's, it's I think that's one thing that that um, there's a lot of people that that I know you've seen it on Twitter as well. A lot of people coming at Celtics like you know. <laughs> Like, like, like something like there's some some reason to actually go at them. Young team, they're a good team. They're a really good team, and and we're only getting better. We're still waiting for Gordon Hayward to come back. I, so I'm happy. He's um, he's upgraded to doubtful for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so my prediction is that he's back by game, like either game three or four. I'm thinking three, three or four as well. I'm 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 confident, bro. And then you let him come off the bench. Yeah, we'll need him to start. He'll come off the, he'll, way he, back could, the he could be a starter in the finals. Yeah, definitely. I'll <laughs> but let's start from the end, though. When the class that we in, the conference finals. Outside of us, uh, what's been your favorite series so far? Man. Besides, uh, besides our two series. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to just go ahead and say Denver, Utah. That was that was a that was, that was a, a battle. Thing. That was a battle. Uh, I didn't expect those guys to go on that. I didn't expect that one. I didn't, I didn't expect I, Murray to take the leap out of nowhere like that. I didn't either. I didn't either. I think I was still kind of um, thinking that it was going to be another year for them to be able to get to the Western Conference Finals. You know, let uh, Michael Porter, you know, take another year to to take that step. And yeah, so he just started playing in the bubble. So yeah, yeah, and I didn't expect them to to do that. I I wasn't sleeping on them. Denver was my was my sleeper team in the West. But mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to do this. <laughs> quite honestly, my prediction, <laughs> my prediction at the beginning of the season was uh, Clippers Celtics in the finals. 
That was my that was my prediction, and I've hung on to it. I did switch at the beginning of the bubble to the Lakers, but I said let me not switch it and just stick with the Clippers. And if I if I if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. The Clippers were kind of <laughs> Clippers disappointed me the whole way. I saw I saw like the first game against Dallas, and they was putting away that they re, they they didn't look really the part. You know what kind of told me that this was gonna uh, likely happen? That it took what? them seven games to to do that to Dallas. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was on. It was six. Myself, six, six. My bad. Yeah. yeah, but it was. It's. It shouldn't have taken that. No, nah, so I was it like, they got the best wing defenders to shut down Luca. Yeah, not really worried about Porzingis. Their role players. And Porzingis and was out. Like said, exactly. The first game, he got ejected like five minutes in. They still, <laughs> the Mavericks still almost on one that one. Game two, they won. Yeah. Games. Three and four, Luca was going crazy. Yeah, after an ankle. No, he injury. got hurt. No, he got hurt game three. Yeah. And then game four, he went berserk. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. And then <laughs> when I saw that that the Mavericks pushed them that way, I was like, oh, Denver. Yeah. They had to make Kawhi. <laughs> they had to make Kawhi turn it on, like go into like finals mode early, early. Man, that made no sense. That made no sense. I I, I think um. Yeah, when I saw that, I figured Denver was gonna be Denver was gonna have a shot. At, yeah, at least I, some someone was telling me, "Now they're gonna get swept." I said, "Nah, this is not, this is not Sacramento. Like, let's not treat Denver <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like they they can't do anything. That they, they are a dangerous team." And thought, Will Barton isn't even in, back yet, is he? Nah, not yet. And Gary Harris just got back. Gary Harris Harris just got back. They're dangerous, man. They're dangerous. Yeah. I'm not sleeping on them. I, I'm not either. My most disappointing so far is the Lakers and uh, Rockets. I thought they would least go to six or seven. Man. <laughs> so, when at the uh, trade deadline, when when uh, before the trade deadline, when when they uh, got rid of Capella and they embraced that f- that that small ball uh, small ball lineup. Yeah. I, I knew they were dead. I knew they were dead, but <laughs> <laughs> because when you think about playoffs, you play you play the playoffs differently than you do regular season. Those are two different yeah, types of much, games. You play at a much slower pace more often, right? And to you think do, so you, you can do that without a big, yeah, because you got yeah, if you have low. PJ Tucker down there at the five, AD is going to punish him. Jokic, uh, Jokic will, will punish him. I mean, yeah. the Bear will even punish him. Like it, it's not fair. It's, it's not a fair yeah. fight. You know, you, you put I, yourself at a disadvantage when you do that. They shouldn't have gone that Russ, long with OKC. Exactly. So they trying, they almost tripped that one way hard and had a horrible game seven. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun one. I was glad that went to this one. That was it was interesting. But you know what annoyed me about that series? What? Because he blocked uh, Diallo on that that last shot. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, I thought Harden couldn't play defense. As he's talking about like the worst game of his life. <laughs> Come on, man. My thing was about that, like, okay, he he played – he can play defense. He can play it. He does. He just doesn't play it. And he with doesn't. the game on the line, I would expect well, – no, with the season on the line. Yeah, I expect I'd you expect to do that. Yeah, you play defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like – some guy named Lou Dort is out there just having a game. Right, right. Oh, it was Dort, not not Diallo, my bad. But, yeah, yeah. That, like that that just um, 
that made no sense. And and even with that, like, I'm glad D'Antoni is not coming back next season. Nah, he ran this course. It, it it was it, it just it, it he wasn't gonna. He was good for work. Yeah, his window was on the the first year with Chris Paul. That was their best team. That was their best. Yeah, and then when they came back last season with. Chris Paul hobbled, and they trade him for Russ, and it's like, then they do the whole small ball, and it's like, no, nah, it's yeah. there. It, that that they they pretty much signed their their playoff death when they got rid of Capella. Made no sense. But the way they, the way they came out, game one, like blowing the Lakers out, I at least figured they take at least one more game off. But I said they yeah. kind of just like kind of quit on them after what game, maybe after like late game three. Yeah, yeah, it it. it the team doesn't work. I think so. Do you think that they should just blow this up or just get a new coach and see what works? I have no idea at this point, honestly. Yeah, it's it's very weird because I don't know. They can't. They're not in. Pos- their most tradable player is their best player, so that's kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, yeah. You're, you're not getting much for Russ at this point. Not at all. Hard to still. And the contract is pretty team. much immovable. Exactly. Um. Covington has a good deal, mm-hmm. but again, you're not really getting but so much for him and Tucker. Yeah, and Eric Gordon, he's kind of like on the on um trending downward too. So, yeah, yeah, he is, he is. I I, I don't know because I think their best bet right now is to get a big. But guess what? At this point, to do that, you're basically gonna have to you have to embrace a restart. Yeah, absolutely. Because what 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 other option are you gonna have? Like you said, yeah. these guys that they have that could they could trade. No one's trading for those guys. Exactly, and that's not the no contenders this, not the, doing that. And they're not a young team. I think Harden just turned thirty-one not too long ago. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he just turned thirty-one. He's about to turn thirty-one. So it's one thing. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's it's um. It's time to Harden rebuild. thirty-one. Russ is thirty. I'm pretty sure T- PJ Tucker is in his thirty somewhere. He gotta be 35, 34, 35. Exactly. And yeah. this is this was what year seven of Harden. So you're going through the you're going through every single thing you can do at this point. Right. Right. I I don't know. There's not one person that that unless Jesus is going to coach this team. I don't <laughs> see anyone that can actually coach this team to a championship. Yeah, as currently true. constructed. It, it's not going to work. It doesn't work. No. Kobe Bryant said no. this. <laughs> yeah, Kobe did say the, he said the one-man show ain't winning. This is not how you win a championship. And then when you, and you, you double down on that and get rid of the, the bigs. All right, well. <laughs> yeah, and then you go super small, and then, you, and then Russ comes in out of rhythm at that. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, it, it is time for them to rebuild. They were disappointing. But, I mean, they – kind of expected it like this is there's nothing new with this guy this team there's nothing new with this yeah. team there's nothing new with the clippers this is this is just how they are it's how they I'm are get, i'm saving the clippers for like uh, in a little bit we're gonna get to the bucks first <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah please let's go so we gotta get to the bus real quick so yeah. we think they're gonna do though so what's their next plan of action you have hard oh not hard Giannis is the about to be the two-time MVP, just one defensive player of the year. <laughs> His next best players are Middleton and Bledsoe, and Bledsoe is just an awful player when playoffs come around. 
we've seen it time and time again. Every, for the last three years since he got there. Every he's single time. Every time. Every single time. It's nothing new. Every every and year they think is is gonna be different in the playoffs that and year. Right. And this is Giannis' second straight year running into a team designed to just shut him down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean that, that's that's the weird thing too, because think about if we were matched up with, with uh Milwaukee. Yeah, see, they, see, they would have had a much easier time if they ran about us, like, in round two, I think. We, I, I, we tried to one, but I'm saying from, like, a, yeah. um, a matchup standpoint, we yeah. didn't have the bodies to build the wall unless we do something, well, yeah, like, Grant and Tice or something, but I don't know. Well, and, and Ojale. Ojale yeah. and Grant, those guys would have would clamped down. Yeah. I think, I but think then that... You go, but, go ahead. Oh, they, but like I said, last year they faced the Raptors who can throw Kawhi, Siakam, Ibaka, mm-hmm. Gasol, these big physical guys, and their yeah. guards are a little scrappy too, so they don't mind like yeah. taking the bump from him. Van and then you run into the yeah. then you run to the Heat this year, who were legit design. Bam is a big dude, then you got they sound they traded for Iggy and Crowder mid season. Mm-hmm. And they're just real smart defenders in general. So that's the yeah. so that's like kind of now the formula to stop him, right? And then right. You, you throw in you throw in his um I said the Eric Bledsoe or Brooke Lopez who's not really gonna contribute high enough to pick up his slack. Middleton yeah. isn't really that elite elite guy to pick up his slack heavy. Nah, he needs. You have a coach who doesn't. You, you, exactly, you have a coach who didn't make any adjustments. Who just kept Giannis do um. Running slam into the wall every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. That's the thing. I I I keep saying this. Giannis. Um, everyone keeps talking about him needing to really shoot the three consistently. I don't think that's going to be the thing that takes his game to the next. Nah, game. he's not. He's not going to get that overnight either. He won't. That's going to take. And you see, because you see that Ben Simmons hasn't even really gotten a good shot. Exactly. So he's not going to walk into next season or the season after. Yeah. All of a sudden, a respectable shooter. So. Yeah, yeah, and see, look, it, it took Marcus Smart, like what, three, last four year. years before he could actually. Shoot without me yeah, like legit, clutching my right? my shirt and everything. Oh my god! Like this dude, yeah, he stressed me have out. To respect you out there. Yeah, now now they have to respect him, yeah. but it's taking it's taking a few years for him to do that. Giannis exactly. has to develop handles. He That's has, who he has to, to develop he, handles. He has to develop real, I think, real footwork. I think he has to play a bit smarter. Yeah, yeah. I think at times you can see when they're playing him that physical and not really biting and letting him drive in. I mm-hmm. think you can see he gets a little frustrated. Yeah, yeah. If they play into it, then he starts forcing the issue and turning the ball over, picking up offensive fouls. Yeah, yeah, which I love when that happens. I think yeah, that... um killing their offense altogether when he just yeah, does that. Yeah, and you have guys standing on the perimeter. It just, it, it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. If he yeah. developed those handles, if he at least developed handles like AD, he'd be much better. Much exactly. better. He'd be able to work off the off off the um, pick and roll and everything. He'd he'd be able he'd be able to be a very uh, uh, unstoppable player. He'd be Absolutely. a very very dominant player if he at least just developed handles and had a exactly. semi shot. Like those are the only things that I think really would take his level up. But Middleton can't be your number two. 
Middle, but, Middleton has to be your number three. Like that, that's a perfect role for him. But to, to be your number two guy, that does not work. No, that does not that work because he can't take over like that. He can't. And you saw the game, was it game five when Giannis was out? Mm-hmm. And they had every single chance to take the lead. Yeah. I think it was like maybe a three minute stretch in the like in like the late third quarter where the heat were ice cold. Yeah. And they got it to it there one point but just could not score. And Middleton was like missing everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they let the heat hang around long enough to where they then caught fire again and went on another run. Right, right. I, I, I selfishly was actually hoping uh, Milwaukee would force that to a seven. Because <laughs> I, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted them to get worn down just a little bit more before yeah. we faced them. But I mean, exactly. look, man, I, Milwaukee, and they're kind of at a standstill. And another thing, they are. Not <laughs> that Giannis either. Like I say he either has to develop the handles in the post work and Giannis, or mm-hmm. he has to just commit to playing center full time. Yeah, if he was a center, that'd be different. Completely. Yeah, if he like, was a center, that'd be like, different. If, if he's not starting his possessions on the perimeter and trying to go off the dribble, then that's what they need to commit to full time and just sure. throw him down there. For sure. And right. go like four outward shooters. If, let's say, for example, they traded for Devin Booker. Dynamic changes right there. It does. If you had Devin Booker running with Giannis and you had Milton as your third guy, and then you just fill out the bench. Like, you really don't need too much i just think they're kind of like overthinking this definitely i think they're and overthinking if you do something over. like that like trade for booker mm-hmm. then in the way he kind of becomes the lead scorer yeah even though Giannis needs probably, to be Giannis would probably still be the leading scorer because this way he gets his point much easier mm-hmm. but booker is like the the go-to scorer yeah and and it will clear the path uh clear the path for Giannis. Exactly. you have another guy who can shoot, go off the dribble, demand the double team, triple yeah. team when he's high. Yeah. Just pulling up from 40, so down the floor is super space. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I don't know what the um, the trade would look like, but yeah. if they could pull that off, that would be that would be uh, him, formidable. Very formidable. Definitely him or um, him or Brad Bill, something like that. Yeah, that's another guy. That oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just there were floating rumors about Chris Paul getting traded there, or the Bucks pursuing him. By I think he might be. Yeah. <laughs> he he's a little not that he couldn't do it, but he's a but little he's, too his, old. His, his, yeah, his what Giannis needs. Chris Paul maybe like three years ago with Giannis or something would have yeah. been a perfect fit. But now, now he's yeah. like visibly a little step slower. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, he'd be a good three guy. That, that, that would be interesting if yeah. that were to happen. But I, I, I mean, I don't see that. You give happening. him, you give him a swap less a while, then you have somebody who's actually reliable, and keep making the right plays, and just right not make heavy mistakes all game, which it itself is like a huge plus for them. Right, right, right. I, I think, I think ultimately Giannis will stay in Milwaukee. Cause he strikes me as that so. kind of guy that's just not gonna, you know, move. He keeps posting this yeah. hashtag of, you know, through the wall or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I think he's going to. Excuse me. I think he's going to, but it'd be intriguing to see if he were to leave, where he would go. 
I don't yeah. think he will leave, but it'd be intriguing. You know, everyone keeps talking about uh, uh, Golden State. I don't Golden know that State, I really see Toronto. that. Yeah, it's Toronto. I think even Miami uh, as well. Yeah. Um, I really don't see either one of those teams unless unless Toronto were, were to move some pieces to get him in there. But mm-hmm. I don't see what the purpose would be for that. They had a they have a really good team. They have a they really do. good team. I don't. I wouldn't mess with that. I mean, they you may, may, may you know move a, maybe like a piece or two, but I, I wouldn't. The yeah, nucleus but that thing has is on. Still. I think Lowry's on the Lowry's on contract up next season too, and he's be thirty five. So I think retirement could be in play for him. Probably. Van um, Vliet is a free agent this deal. I mean, this um coming free agent period. Oh, he's going to. He don't get paid. Yeah, he deserves it. (laughs) He deserves it. He deserves to get paid. That boy has been balling out. And and to be honest, I think we should put some more respect. This makes me respect them even more. Um, now that the Clippers are bounced out, this actually makes me respect that team last year. Respect them a little more because it's not like like Kawhi was doing all the work and they were sitting back doing nothing. I thought those guys work. Those guys work. They they did. And and Van Vliet, Lowry, they all all those guys, uh, uh Siakam, they all stepped up. Exactly. And that was up. already uh, the only thing keeping them from a finals berth previously was LeBron anyway, for the most part. LeBron and, and uh DeRozan. And DeRozan. So <laughs> then you swap DeRozan with the missing piece. And then like I said, Kawhi load man this whole season. Yeah. And they probably only lost like Five or six, seven, eight games, something like that, without them. Yeah, yeah, they, like they were they were games. really good. They were really good without Lowry. Yeah, which makes you yeah, think, like, if they had traded Lowry to Philly, what was that, like, two or three years ago that they that, that was a discussion? Mm-hmm. Um, if he had gone there and you kept DeRozan there, this team. Oh, nah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they would have been trash. They'd have been trash, man. I, I think like, is I think this speaks more to DeRozan's uh, ability to command an offense and yeah, his shortcomings as a player. Yeah, yeah. I I I I, I hate saying that, but because I like DeRozan, but th- that yeah, like DeRozan. that speaks a lot to uh, his inability to to be the guy, especially what we're seeing in yeah, in, in San, uh, San Antonio as well. Because you can be, you, like, you can be as talented as you want, but you have to be, like, the guy that they look to. Mm-hmm. Like I tweeted about, uh, like last night I was like tweeting, and I was talking about like leaders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, like Steph, has just like a presence to him that his teammates like gravitate to. Right, right. And if you don't have that, then you can't really be the guy like that. Like, Lowry at this point has that in his career. For sure. For sure. And, and, yeah. and that, that speaks volumes to, to who you have on that team and what, how you're able to win. You know, exactly. I, I think that um, even if DeRozan, let's say somehow he was traded to Milwaukee or something like that, I don't see – I don't see that really working out for them either. He, no, he's not. I think he's going to end up staying in San Antonio because where is he going to go? Unless exactly. someone can really, uh, like, like, unless someone in that front office can really force a trade, 
and really, uh, you know, spruce it up. I don't see him actually leaving there. I could see uh, Lamarcus Aldridge leaving before DeRozan. Yeah, the Aldridge like maybe like what four years older than him too, like three or four yeah. years older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd be a nice bench player somewhere. Yeah. You know, limited minutes. He's no, he's no ring chase for the last like few years of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of Lowry, I think our series made me like learn a lot of uh, earn like a lot more respect for him too. That dude was making like some hitting some crazy like shots like I've never seen him hit like at any other point in his career. <laughs> I respect him and what he's able to do, especially with his size. That's I hate good. watching him. Absolutely, I hate so, watching he's him. A, he's a he's a complainer too. That dude has never fouled anyone in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> He's Ever. never fouled anyone. Even if he were to clothesline someone on the court, you'd be saying, he, what? He's, no. a, he's done the fourth door review, man. Like, come on, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that series finally made me question, how many reviews are you allowed per game? Because the Raptors are pushing, how like, many? the limits. Of it, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get I the don't... coaches challenge, and they use both of those every game. Yeah. And then they had, like, six or seven more other reviews, like, Every like every game, so I'm just like, yo. Yeah, man. I, I Lowry, I I like him. I like him. He, he's a he's one hell of a player. I just I can't stand watching him <laughs> against the Celtics. If if it's some other team, cool. I just can't stand him against the Celtics because I'm invested into but, the Celtics, and I don't want to see you get these these egregious foul calls <laughs> every game. Yeah, did you go? And then you go review the already egregious calls and get like a flavor and make them even more worse than what you already Bro, got. <laughs> I, 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 every single time he would even go near someone, it's automatic. That's automatic. That's automatic call, foul. And, and, and poor Tice. Game poor three Tice, when Kimber got irritated and looked at him. Bro, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. <laughs> Cause like it was stupid. It just made no sense. The the fouls he was actually getting. It wasn't even like he was just like they were it like they they would call it and they'd be like, nah, let's overturn that. He was actually getting those calls. It was standing, bro. Like, come on. And then Tony Brothers, like Tony Brothers is the worst. Game six, bro. <laughs> Yo, game six might be like one of the most inconsistent games call I've ever seen. I it might be. It might be because like that, I've um, never seen that before. Like that six-point play they got where um, Fred got fouled on the three plus yeah. the flagrant. Yeah. Then just the ball back and makes another three. <laughs> I, I, then, I didn't even – and that was that was wild. That's what really shifted that momentum their way that Exactly. That and then later on in the game, somebody undercut Smart shooting the three, and he got mm-hmm. no call at all. None. And then you remember the Tatum elbow on um, OG when he just – He's just playing to try to drive in. Yeah. And then the very he, next play, he called that. hit Tatum with the elbow. He got an and one. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, was, it was such a roller coaster of calls that I've, I questioned what fouls were. Bro. <laughs> I questioned it because I'm like, I don't understand. I, I'm a diehard basketball fan, okay? I don't know what a foul is anymore. I truly don't. I don't know what a I don't know what the flagrant is anymore either. Flagrant is even worse because it makes no sense. You can just like touch someone on the forehead and all of a sudden go to the foul. Bro. Exactly. And then sometimes guys get like legit pushed and it's like, 
No call. No call. Because we saw that game six. Kimba got pushed midair yeah. on that on that layup. And, and there's no they, call. And then they say things like, regardless of intent, it's a flagrant. But at the same time, there's like you on the game, our first game in the bubble against the mm. Bucks. Mm-hmm. But they said Giannis hitting Tice wasn't a foul because there was no intent there. So it's like, which one is it? You I don't know how you judge intent anymore. Like, how do exactly. you even do that? Because these calls it, make no sense. They don't make any sense. They, they really don't. I really, I would love if the NBA figured out some way they could actually bring in some guys that, like Scott Foster. As much as when we when we play. And he's calling again. He's calling. He's calling some weird calls, but for the most part, he's somewhat impartial. He's somewhat yeah. impartial. Like has, I felt comfortable with him in Game Seven. That he's not a, a from start to go blowing BS like kind of like brothers and some of the other guys. Yeah. But when he does blow, yeah, every so often it's just like super questionable. But you it, can like play through it. Though. I I'm I'm willing to live with his calls over a lot of these other guys. And yeah. like, oh, for example, beginning of the season when Kimba got tossed out the game by that young referee. <laughs> for what? <laughs> exactly. For what? That made no sense. Like, these guys have like, to do better. The NBA kind of has developed, like, an, an officiating problem over mm-hmm. the course of this, like, not even just in, like, the past two or three seasons, I bet. I yeah. like to say. I, I think. To the point where, like, if the refs, the refs are getting emotional and like asserting themselves in the part of the game. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're like, deciding they're the of, outcome way too much now. Exactly, like they can't, you can't give texts for guys looking at you or throwing their arms up like late and close emotional like playoff games. Yeah, they're making Joey Crawford actually look like a saint. Like, like I said, the Tatum elbow, the accidental elbow, he's driving in. Oh, you can't hold a tech on that. Late no, game. no. That's like that's a regular basketball play. He just happened to have his like facing around. And I'm honestly, I'm not sure that Joey Crawford would have called that. Like that's what I'm exactly. saying. I, I don't know because uh, these guys make him look so good. They make I, I'm I'm really questioning. Like okay, the the um you know when when three point shooters go up and they can they can uh, uh draw the contact and get a foul yeah. for a four point play. Yeah. There was a lot of times, especially in the bubble, I've been seeing a lot of times where these guys have gone up. They've been hit, or they've not been hit, I should say, not even touched, and they're still calling that a foul. Especially they come down and the guy's foot just happens, like it's accidentally right there. What it's piss- automatically a foul. Yeah, what pisses me off is, like, I think um, Van Vliet got that call. In the last yeah, series. that was the call that shifted the game. Yeah, yeah. He, but see, the thing about it is, he kicked his foot out into the defender space. Like there has exactly. to be, there has to be a balance because I think that's going to be something that I think they need to look at in the rule book for this Absolutely. next season. When the when the the um the offensive player goes into the defender space, that shouldn't be a foul. Now, exactly. when the defender goes into their space, that's different. And they've already banned the leg kick to yeah. uh, draw that. So yeah, but but Van Vliet still kicked it out and and it was exactly. perfectly fine. And 
and when some guys naturally shoot, they could start at point um, A, mm-hmm. but their momentum might just drift them Carries forward. Them like the Middleton, the Drogic foul for that three, I mean, it was a game two. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Drogic was like, had a lot of space on him, but Middleton shooting um, for him, he shoots forward, so that his body naturally drifted forward. Right. And that's what the foul occurred when he was coming down. Right, and right. And Drogic was just standing perfectly still vertical the whole time. Right. So and, like, you have to, like, you have to get, because if not, then you can't guard the three at all if you're on call like that. You can't. There is, you might as well yeah, just let the shooter just shoot. You might as well let the exactly. shooter shoot because it doesn't it, it 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 doesn't go into your favor because I would rather give it three points than four points. Exactly. You know what so I'm saying? So now your call is super tight like that. Yeah. Now you it's an easy three for everybody because you can't defend it. Right. And see that's that's the thing like like uh, game one uh, Boston Heat. Uh, Crowder did something like that against uh grant williams at the top of the key he he went up grant was so far away from him crowder still curled his leg around to create that that contact and got the call exactly like i don't see that's that's the thing because aside from how kimba played in the first three quarters aside from them not getting Jalen Brown the, the, the ball in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Aside from all that, we still were in a position to win that game, right? Yeah. But something like that changes the, changes the, 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 the trajectory. The whole game. It makes no sense. Depend on how the, it depend on how the pacing of the game is going. Yeah. And then you call that questionable foul, you take – so long to review it. Yeah. Give the team free throws plus the ball back in. It makes no and sense. And now that's like a, that's a whole five minute break in action. Right. And now one team is completely out the game. Right. Right. And especially when you're playing with high fouls. Like if you're if you're in foul trouble, and it's because of calls like that, like Daniel Tice, yeah. for example, there were like two Tyson fouls that were. I, I that man, I don't think he'll ever be able to play a game <laughs> without getting four or five fouls. I don't know exactly. if that's ever possible. If Tice, yo, if Tice makes it to the fourth quarter with like two fouls, they're calling three on him in the quarter. Easy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's a miracle <laughs> if he could even get out the first half without three. I I'm exactly. I'm I'm really I hate that that stuff happens to him, but that's again, that's something that happened with game one against Miami yeah. he 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 got there were like two fouls I think that were called on him that weren't even fouls they were back to back at that back to back and and it made no sense as to why they would call those those those, those fouls but then they got him into foul trouble and then he fouled out and you see yeah. what happened right like I, things like that like I know I know our guys didn't play Jalen and Kimba did not play up to their ability. Yeah. I know that. But aside from that, we still should have won that game. The problem okay. is these these refs are making these egregious calls that make no sense. Like they literally make no sense. And I like if you can if you can explain to me why this is a foul, <laughs> okay. But th- it should yeah. be it should be across the board. That it shouldn't be for one game or for one play. Yeah. One it series. Shouldn't be up to, it shouldn't be up to interpretation of the refs. Yeah. You have to 
make the rule and stand on. Yeah, yeah. I want I want strict guidelines for fouls at this point because I can't tell what's what anymore. I really can't. I said, like, yeah. So this yeah. is becoming a legit like, and every fan base has started to say this. Remember, even Iggy tweeted like mm-hmm. the um a meme of Daffy Duck holding a bunch of money after our game six versus the Raptors. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It because it, it doesn't make any sense. They're 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 making these calls to push uh these series to be extra long. And I, yeah. like I would much rather because you're cheapening the, the product. You're cheapening the game. Definitely. I don't even want to watch games like that. I don't like and, and it hurts me to even say that because I love basketball, but if, you, if this yeah, is but, how the if this is how they're gonna be called, I don't want to see it the anymore. Games are unwatchable, like that. They're not. They're not. And you and you're talking about you want the, the pace of the game to continue. You don't want all these reviews. Stop calling these stupid calls. Like yeah, that. That's have, the reviews have to stop too. The reviews have to stop, man. Because now we're sitting here. I'm able to go make some some hot tea or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Without missing anything, I'm sitting here just doing whatever because they're taking forever on being on 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 deciding what the call is. So I'm I, that's exactly. one thing I, I'm not I don't like that. I I I also want to see. I really wish that um, there was a something some type of advantage to um, these home floor these uh, home games in the bubble, like. The, yeah. the 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 home team should have like two challenges or something. There's there should be there should be some type of advantage for the home team in this bubble. And I think that when we start the next season, I think if we're, we're in the bubble next season, they're probably oh, we're going to be in the bubble. We're going to be. There's there's no <laughs> way we're going to be able to avoid that. <laughs> I think like we talked about before, I think they're going to end up having to do like two or four bubbles and and mm-hmm. um just do it yeah, like that. Like, like regional yeah. bubbles and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they're going to have to end up doing something like that because this bubble was with what 20 teams? Yeah, 22. 22. You have to bring everybody. You're not bringing the entire yeah. league into one bubble. It's not it's not going to work. So you have to so you need two. you have to at least two. Yeah, two or four. And if they do that, make it to where the these these uh there's a home court advantage. Because the, yeah. the piping in the, the noise ain't that's not gonna do anything. The the the, the, <laughs> the, the video fans. yeah, virtual fans, that's not doing it. You can't anything. even hear the you can't even hear the virtual fans. They they put them on mute. That all, man. So I, I would like if they if there's something they can do to kind of like create some type of, event of of home court advantage. Cool, I would like to see that. Um, but I, one thing about this bubble, though, I'm kind of questioning: what was the purpose of um of these teams bringing their home courts to Orlando? They're not utilizing these home courts in the playoffs. What was the purpose of using them? Yeah, right there? I I haven't even noticed honestly. Because it was like seating games or like practice exhibition games or something like that where they used them, and then from there on it was the same NBA yeah. court. And so that that's Pretty one fun. thing I, I would like to know as well. But man, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. We'll, it is we'll be good. Always we don't get tossed on so. But now finally, now we can talk about the Clippers. I'm dying for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doc has to go, man. Doc has to go. I <laughs> I, hate, I never want to root for the black man to get fired or bro. lose his job. But Doc, you got to go, bro. It's time. He's been there for, what, seven, nine years, something like that? Seven years. And the what's the what's the common denominator for all these stacked teams that he's had? It's him. It's him. <laughs> I didn't it's know. him. Somebody um, brought him early. Doc blew a 3-1 lead in Orlando in, like, 03 when he had on team. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. He blew a 3-1 lead up 20 with Chris Paul a uh, um, couple years back. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen in a closeout game six. Yeah, a few days ago, lose yeah. that game. Yeah, go there up was nine no adjustment. Lose that game. It's sad, man. I love Doc because you know, yeah. that's our coach. That's our coach. I like. I don't care. There's people that that are gonna watch this and they probably don't understand, bro. Doc Rivers is my coach, man. Like we had, we had him for the longest time. I love that guy. But and Doc won the only like black. He was probably the only black coach who gets that long of a leash anywhere. Yeah, like, I don't Doc, know another like, black guy that gets that. This Doc's time. first coaching job, he got hired in '99 Orlando. Doc has never had a season unemployed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Never. As soon as he left Orlando, he came to Boston. Yeah. Like four losing season straight, didn't want a title. Yeah. Wrote it out. Been in um LA since then. So that's twenty years coaching. Never had a season off. Yeah. That's a, I mean so that's why so that's why I'm comfortable saying fire here. Because he's he's gonna get out the job like right after. So where would he go? Cause that's I mean, I think he would get another job, but what team do you, cause uh, I don't I don't see Houston being a great option. I would hate to no, see him in Philly um, just because Philly is just maybe, trash. Maybe Indiana. They have a um, position. That would be interesting, especially if you keep uh, Oladipo. You're not trying to trade him or whatever. Yeah. That would be interesting. That Yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I, that'd be interesting. Look. But outside of that, though, the players, the roster they constructed just wasn't it either. Outside of Kawhi and what was wrong with it? Because, I, like, from the beginning of the season, when we saw that this was that this was their their team, they looked not only dangerous, they but they good. were extremely deep, extremely deep. Yeah, I I but didn't they figure deep. they were not going to have enough time to yeah. play together, though. It's like they were deep with talent, but I don't think they had talent in the right places. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. They have like they have a few guys who can defend. Like Kawhi All NBA defense again. Mm-hmm. Paul George was top three and defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly made all defense. Mook is average. Zoo was decent. But outside of that, then you have a lot of the guys logging heavy minutes aren't good defenders. Lou Will isn't, Trez isn't. You trade a defensive guy for Harkless in the Mook. And at times, moot defenses up and down a lot. It it, it fluctuates. It yeah, fluctuates, you yeah. sign Reggie Jackson, who has no rep as a good defender at that. And these aren't only the guys you're playing, but these are guys you're giving the heavy minutes to. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't have any size at the center position. So when you go up against um, Jokic, 
two yeah, because you could push Zubach out the way. Down. When he caught fire, it was it was a wrap. Yeah, yeah, you could push uh, Zubach out the way, man. He he's not. You push Zub out the way. Trez can't guard him. Yeah, Mook can't. That's it. Yeah, that is he he ate he ate against the Clippers. He was he had a. Yeah, like 16, 20, and like 11 left. Like, Bro, he was just showing off last night. That behind the head, uh, back pass he threw to, uh, to uh, Murray that when he was cutting. I mean, he didn't, he didn't make the basket because uh, Patrick Beverly was under there messing with him. But Yeah, but he's like an incredibly skilled dude, though. He, I, 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 I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, I, I didn't know how he was going to do. Um, because when the bubbles first started, he, he had just lost all that weight. Yeah. And that was my thing. I was like, I didn't know how he was going to do, uh, with all this, not to say that he could not be dominant. Not, not to say that I didn't think he could be dominant, but I didn't know how he was going to fare because I figured he was going to put a little more weight on while he was in Orlando. But he's yeah. been looking he's been looking amazing. I, I'm I'm highly impressed with him. This Denver team is phenomenal. Um the Clippers have to have to figure out what's what. Uh, they may have just played their way out of LA. <laughs> I don't know how you stay in LA another year or two after playing. Like that. I think they're building a new arena like San Diego or something anyway. So they yeah. out like it's, it's time. Ago. They they need to go they need to go rent a place until that's done because they can't stay in LA. They can't they stay came in LA. Into the, they came into the season like they already had it wrapped up anyway. So I think that was not the problem with them. Yeah, yeah. And now Paul George wants to say, uh, oh, we didn't we didn't have that pressure. Uh, uh it wasn't title or bust for us. No, it most definitely yeah, was. It was. Because if they had they won the championship like this year, <laughs> if they had won a championship this year, they would have gone and said, "Yeah, this was a title or bust year, man." It, it can't, you can't fluctuate. I, like I know, I know we we're gonna put this. It will most likely be only blamed on on uh, Doc Rivers in terms of who's going to leave. I'm pretty sure he will be the scapegoat in that regard. He didn't do any adjustments uh, uh, to combat Denver, so it's justified. Um, but Paul George has to take this, man. He really has to take this. I, I know Kawhi didn't shoot that well in a couple of games. Um, so, of course, he's to blame as well. But Paul George, to me, Paul George should take more blame than, than Kawhi should. Because if, you're, if, if your number one guy is struggling, you should be able to go get the get the buckets. I see. After they traded like the, their whole future, they get him in there just so they can get Kawhi too. Bro, if they traded Shea uh, Gilgis Alexander for them to not get a championship, I, I'm I'm yeah. I'm done. I'm done. The Warriors back in that season too, so. Yeah. Oh, Warriors are back. This was definitely this was their year to get it done. They didn't get it done. Golden State's coming back next year, like you said. That's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be a problem, especially with a shorter season next year. It's gonna be an issue. The other LA and the Lakers rolling too. Lakers are rolling. Denver is rolling. 
going to be a good matchup. Man. If Utah can find out who they, you know, need to to put there along Donovan Mitchell. Clippers, the Clippers might find themselves dropping in the standings, man. Hey, man, look. Lemon Pepper Lou can come on to Boston and play off our bench. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine with it if he came to Boston. Get you know, get, give a little offense off the bench. I'd be couple fine with buck, it. Couple of buckets here and there. Yeah, bring, as long as he brings us brings us some chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I think uh I think between the Clippers and and Houston, both of these teams need to go ahead and find out what they what what because uh, you know Harden was saying we're a piece away. And I think I've been hearing that from him for like the last couple of years. He's had, he had Dwight, CP, Russ. Like, yeah, is- man. I don't know what at and see. Just like we're look, we're looking at the common denominator with, with the Clippers. I have to look at the common denominator with, with Houston. The common denominator with Houston is Harden. James Harden. I, like it's. It, I know there might be people that don't want to hear that. Parker Gailey, uh, with with us on OTS, he might when he when he watches this, he might be a little upset with me saying that. <laughs> but Harden. Harden needs to be looked at too. He, he needs Definitely. to be looked at because I don't know. I don't know if you try to trade him to get some pieces. They need to do something because that, oh. it, both these teams are in trouble, man. Both these teams are in trouble Clippers, next year. Clippers, Rockets, and the Bucks are on the clock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I just I don't know what what these guys are gonna do. Um, but the end is near. The end is near. For a lot yeah. of these guys, and I don't know what they're expecting to to be done. Paul George, I am again. When you've gone through all those series in Indiana against Miami, you've been this close to beating the Heat. Now you're moving to LA with Kawhi Leonard by your side, and you can't get it done. Bro, I'm sorry. I know there's going to be a lot of blame put on these other guys, but he's the one I'm really looking at because that makes yeah. no sense. That makes no sense, man. Yeah. Definitely. Got to step it up. Got to step up. And it's time. We're no longer talking about a, a guy that, that's 22, 23 years old. You, you know what you need to do. Go do it. Yeah, you push a thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know he's not. I know a lot of people say that since he, uh, you know, broke his leg, that you know he's taking a step back. I don't think that it's was a step back. Years ago. That was a while ago. He I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not leaning on that. That's not an excuse. He, he's. He's. Yeah, he got back into form, and he was killing it. So it can't be that he was killing it, and then all of a sudden now we're using the leg as the excuse. Nah, man. Nah. Because Gordon Hayward, just two years off his injury, he's been killing it. He's been killing it. I, so I can't – I can't – I can't – He's going to win a series in our favor when he gets back. Oh. I, I think we're going to go seven. I think we're going to six and seven against, against Miami. 
But Hopefully we're, we're, six. We're, I, he, like, six was, was my prediction, so I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I, six, six. yeah, I think it could go seven, though. Uh, and Hayward comes back game, game three, game four. Done deal, man. All they have to do is play to the, like, the, the exact same pressure that they had at the beginning of, of game one. And just stay consistent. Stay consistent. Keep the ball moving. Keep the defense. Stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Once Kimba just be protective all game. Yeah. Even it. Look. Even if they just decide to play through Tatum, Brown, and Smart, and use Kimba as a decoy, fine. I'm fine with it. Just keep it going. Do it. But let's go. And then you bring Hayward in. Let's go. We win that series, man. We're in the finals. I'm not I'm not looking past Miami though. But I, I no. know what I saw first quarter of that game. And third quarter. And third quarter. I I'm I'm not and we we went to the fourth quarter up like fourteen, right? Up like thirteen, fourteen. So I I know what, what these these guys can do. I know it's it's there. It's just that Brad has to do a little better with with implementing a better game plan to close that that uh, that fourth quarter out. Once that happens, and these guys aren't aren't uh, shying away from the ball, and you move the ball like you actually move the ball, they just need little adjustments. That's all. There's nothing. There's That's nothing that needs to be done. Just make those small adjustments. We'll be fine. And, and uh, Wanamaker, I I, I want to give him a shout out. He's been great too. Dude, shout out, Brad. <laughs> Killing it, so yeah, man. I, 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 we're fine. It's just uh, we just gotta make those minor adjustments. They, they, they held Jimmy Butler to like what two or four points in the first quarter. Yeah, he got he had some big plays late, so I can't be mad at that. Yeah, that yeah. three and the one, those were like super hard shots, though. So. Those are super hard yeah, shots. Yeah, some of those shots you just can't up. guard. It yeah. is what it is. You just live with it. But, yeah. but for the overall, uh, uh. uh the overall game plan, all they just gotta do is just just adjust the small things and just stop overthinking. They're fine. I'm not worried about Boston whatsoever. I've had people already laugh at me the last two two days. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'll die with this belief. I, I I'm fine with that. I I, I if, I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong, man. I I know this this team is is built for this. They're built for it. If yeah. if they could push LeBron to Game Seven in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago, two minutes away from actually being in the finals, I'm they not. Saying, this, they, this is easy. This is this is a this is not that. This is not that team. No, I'm good. I I, I don't care. Well, <laughs> uh, I think that's everything for today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you taking over, brother. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you for having me on, man. No doubt. No doubt. We're going to get back at it after this round. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Once you get in the finals, oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, dog. All right, bro.